So I don't think I've ever felt as washed as I've ever been in my entire life. Then last night at 10.30, when I woke up to text from y'all, Ja having hosted an event with Jid, Yo having written about the Black Album, which just turned 15, and I had already fallen asleep while watching King of the Hill. Can uh, we just talk about that real quick? I'm so sorry. What's his name? Hank. Uh, Hank Hill. Hank Hill put mm-hmm. you to, but re- literally put you to sleep. Well, I was just relaxed. You know, it was like I had clocked out. You know what I mean? King of the Hill just got on Hulu. And I had never watched the show coming up. I was so late to everything growing up in suburban Maryland. But King of the Hill was one of those things that just completely threw me by because I thought it was a less funny Simpsons. So I was like, fuck this. It's not. But as a... No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. I, I didn't know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's I'm not, telling not, you guys, TV. as adults, especially given our political climate, I think we would appreciate it a lot now. Well, it's funny that you said that because I started... You talked about Hulu. I started watching... What's this? Uh, Handmaid's Tale. Oh, God. Yeah. That is not King of the Hill. That's definitely not <laughs> King of the Hill. But I'm watching this show, and I'm like, this is some crazy, creepy-ass shit. Like, and it felt kind of like a show that Mike Pence and Trump would executive produce. Like, it sound, it's like, it sounds it's like... This? I know what it is, but I didn't expect the show to be like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm never going to watch that show. Well, I mean, not in the... Yeah, I mean, no, not in the sense... Not, not, well, I guess politically it is kind of like that type of... I guess the general idea is that they haven't explained. I'm only on episode eight of season one. They haven't explained everything yet. You got but, further than I did. Okay. Yeah. Continue. No, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in what's going to happen because now I need to know how we got to this point. Okay. So the bottom line is some, apparently some war happened or some type of political military takeover happens and there's a war. Only a certain number of women can get pregnant or not every woman can get pregnant. There's only like a certain number of children left on earth i guess or in america i like this close nose okay yeah yeah and Mm -hmm. i guess they take the women that can get pregnant to basically make them like house slaves like you're gonna bear these children now Mm -hmm. it's a bugged out show but there's a lot going on that is kind of uh that's topical right now Mm -hmm. in society i just leave it at that for anyone listening that wants to watch this that sounds like the crazy show the recent mad max was like the guy had the women up there Remember they took them, they sa- or they saved them. They saved but they were them, all right. his. Oh yeah, they were, yeah. It's that kind of concept, and probably some more. Shit. I guess I'm gonna find out once I watch this finale sometime Ooh. over the next couple of days. Oh my God, Godspeed. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'm not watching nothing. Yeah. <laughs> he said, I'm not watching This is what's going this, on. This, this, y'all yeah. doing? Y'all not with me? Yeah, King of the Hill. Which sound like a J Cole album. King of the you Hill. You know how people like, like J. Cole. No, Cole does kind of sound like a J. Cole album. King of the Hill does kind of sound like a J. Cole no, no, album. No, no shade, Cole. No, no shade. you know what? I like this allegory. Okay, I could totally see it because Hank, he is the patriarch of the, of the family, obviously, but he is very committed to living like just a simple ass life. Bobby, I didn't think I'd ever need to tell you this, but I would be a bad parent if I didn't. Soccer was invented by European ladies to keep them busy while their husbands did the cooking. Why do you have to hate what you don't understand? I don't hate you, Bobby. I meant soccer. Oh, oh yeah, I hate soccer, yes. All he wants to do is stand outside his fence with his friends and drink some beer. He Mm. is all about that ordinary life. He is a propane salesman. 
This is the life that J. Cole wants mm, right now. J. Cole. He doesn't even know it. Mm, mm, mm. I'm always wanting to sell propane. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. That's all I ever thought of my whole life. Yeah. Rap shit cool. Yeah, 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 it yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not. It ain't. It ain't propane. Like. Oh my God! Can't you see that pull cord on Billboard? I can definitely <laughs> see that pull cord on Billboard. A thousand percent. My question is if if J. Cole is king of the hill, who is the Simpsons? Who's who's the SoundCloud like rapper? A, like a, like a like <laughs> a. Well, what, what I think about the Simpsons is like a a long running. Okay. Uh, like a, a gold standard of animation. Yeah, yeah, definitely more hyper in tone than. I mean, uh, you gotta be holding. Yeah. I was about to say, is it not? Wow. Jim? Yeah. yeah. If Ooh. Simpsons are held and and as far as as long as they've been around. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not mad at that. We might have something here. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I'm not I mean, really mad at that. He got that. three kids now. I mean, he got three, but, and he got three Cole kids is now. The, is King of the Hill worthy of being compared to Cole? That's the thing. Uh, like, I don't know where the hierarchy goes where Cole is ranked compared to Jay Z, but I'm saying he got to be the, yeah. King of the Hill. Got to be pretty high if the Simpsons but is, is number one. Isn't in King of the Hill kind of like a, a cultist show? Like for sure, it has a cult following. Yeah, for sure. Oh, but if definitely. you're in, if you if you're on the outside of it, you might not watch I mean, it. I don't think Christina's the. My ex-girlfriend <laughs> loves King of the Hill. <laughs> but she's the only person I know that loves King of the yeah, Hill. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know anyone that watches it. I don't know anyone person. Yeah, like exactly. you're the first person I've ever like. I know people I watch that watch it. it. But I guess they love it, right? Like that's their show. Yeah, no, she you loves watch it, King of like, the Hill, that's your show. No, like Bobby Hill is like her favorite person in the world. I, know, I gotta I gotta see their weight ratings. If, yeah. <laughs> if their ratings yeah. is good, then I can be like, okay. But I mean it makes sense though, because King of the Hill I mean, King of the Hill has been out for a long time now, but The Simpsons had thousands of episodes before King of the Hill even came into the picture. If you so think about like, how feature-heavy The Simpsons are, I don't really hear about people being on King of the Hill, like special guests. Yeah, there's no features Wait on King of the Hill. Wait until you I, I get to the Chris Rock episode. Chris Rock Wait, did King Chris of the Rock Hill? Was on King of the Hill? He was. So um, Hank has to take a <laughs> driving course. Uh, or medial driving course, and he just happens to pick the one that's being taught by a stand-up comedian. How does how this makes any sense? I have no idea. But the guy's name is a rapper named Buddha Shake, and that Buddha is Chris Shake. Rock. That's so Chris Rock. Yeah, that was, that's very <laughs> like Chris Rock is peak. like I don't know if his actors are just in general. He's like the most black guy who could be around other cultures, religions, and be so black in that space. Like how he's able to work with Adam Sandler, but he's. He's never the token black guy, but he's like, I'm he's gonna be this black, black guy. Yeah. I'm, I'm the blackest guy you ever seen you. in your life. And I'm like, fine with that. Yeah. Like, even the longest yard, like everything, he's just like, Damn, you're right. he's fine. Like, he drops oh, an N bomb if he's in, like, he <laughs> never changes who he's around. He's been in a room with a white, white church. Right. He's gonna be like, nigga, what, like, he just, yeah, whatever. That's what it is. Like, what was it on the longest yard? I and mean, he was like, that's a huge nigga. Like, he's yeah. talking to Adam talking Sandler. Adam he's like, hey, you don't do that. That's <laughs> like, he's just so comfortable no matter what. And so, like, true, him true, to be true, on true, King true. of the Hill, that didn't even surprise me. And the, what's the uh, booty shake? Buddha shake. Buddha shake. Oh, Buddha shake. And this is Close like enough. within the, this club. is not even like season eight where the show is like definitely, you know, like consistently running. This is in season two. Whoa! Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh wow! So that was, that was a that was a favorite call. Right. Right. For sure. Yeah, <laughs> he just loved the show. And was like, hey. Right. Well, didn't uh, King of the Hill is Matt Judge, right? Well, it's Matt Judge, but it's also Greg Daniels, who we didn't know at the time would go on to produce like The Office, Whoa. and like all those. I'm just now shows. getting into The Office. Like I'm on season oh. five or oh, something. But man. like this, 
that's my first introduction, like watching all the Twitter clips. Like, Running through it. let me get in. I was like, let me just, let me just see. find out what this thing is about. Yeah. So you understand the Stanley clip yelling at? Uh, oh yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely getting it. I'm getting all the clips. You see, yeah. you see, yeah. it just happened in live action. Like, oh okay, yeah, that's yeah, definitely. Long. Right. Yeah. But I mean, I, I'm not saying Office is overrated, but I think Park and Rex is better. Me personally. Whoa, wow. Yeah, I just, that's pretty. Hey, look. Yeah. First two, oh, first two episodes of the Office were like, oh shit, they taking it there. Uh-huh. Right. But it's, it never got there again. Like, I only laugh at the race jokes. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I own like I like, I want you to take it there. And then the thing with the office, like I don't feel like everybody's funny on their own. And Park and Rec, I think everybody's funny on their own. Like if there's a scene with nobody else, I think it's like what's his name, Ron and Aziz's character. Yeah, like, I, they can like not even just the confessional, just their scenes. Mm. They can be funny alone. And the office, I feel like they have to play off each other a lot. That's yeah, and, I think that's fine. Think it's built on, yeah, I think but, it's more built yeah. on that chemistry, on that like. It's called the office, right? right. So it's kind of like is everyone sitting in this room together, and we all have to have our personality quirks and whatnot. Right. Damn, Parks and Rec better than the Office. Yeah, this should have been a TV show podcast. <laughs> 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 this is this is the something to say podcast. By the way, we do talk about yeah. hip hop every now and then. We just came in on some other shit. I'm Ja. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm Christina. I'm Yo. And uh, we have uh, a special guest with us today. One of our uh, our hometown homies, uh, Steve-O, Man, I appreciate DJ Envy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Good morning. This, this is the Breakfast Someone Club. Good morning. By his real yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that was I was DJ Envy had moved to Atlanta. Holy no, shit. I appreciate y'all having me, man. This is a family affair. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I mean, I feel like you've been one of our like supporters, one of our most uh, vocal supporters on Twitter, man. We no, appreciate definitely. that shit. Early man. on, too. Yeah, me and Christina were just talking about that before we started. Like, I told her I got a little boycott going on where if, if you a media platform and you don't have a southern rep voice something, I can't I can't be a fan. And you all came. And me and John talked about this yeah. before y'all did it, but I was like, Hey, do that shit. I was yeah. like, yeah. I was like I'm, I'm, I'm with that. Yeah. So, so you're saying you planted the seeds so that he came up with the idea to maybe get this all started? Hey, I'm not oh, taking man. that credit. I just know <laughs> we were talking, and I was talking about the bullshit of just like yeah. not, there being all these major national platforms and not being a Southern voice ever there. Um, and I was just like, man, he was just like, matter of fact, you know, I'm thinking about starting to play. And I was like, oh, word? And I was like, dude, I was just like, do that shit. Like, he didn't even, it, it wasn't even all the games. I think he had y'all too. He was like, I think we're going to do something. I was like, cool. I just was like, bet. And I ain't have no opinion. I was just like, I didn't try to give it, but I was just like, bet. Yeah. I'm with, cool. No, that's that's just literally how the conversation went. That's, that's literally how the conversation. But I'm glad you brought that up because I think that when, I, I've been having this conversation with other media people for years. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it went viral when Ike, Dirty. Oh yeah. Was put out the tweet about Atlanta and Atlanta media and, and that mm. type of thing. And it rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. Which well, was Dirt or Isaac? It was this re- talking about Isaac Hayes tweet. Isaac or, Hayes tweet. Yeah, yeah, Isaac yeah, Hayes. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, you know, it rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. And like, I guess I understand why some people were rubbed the wrong way. But at the same time, like I said, this is a conversation I've been having with people for a long time. Why is there no? Why is it that all the culture comes from here and the major media outlets just? Don't seem to give a fuck. Yeah, I, I, I wish I yeah, I don't understand it. I don't know the business part of media to why that is. I just what I can't understand is like 
okay, if Troy Ave has a listening party, it's easy to Elliot Wilson to get on the bus or cab and go see it. Like, mm-hmm. it's easy for New York, or L.A., somebody from Viacom to go cover something. But my, I just couldn't understand if so, we're pumping out so much stuff that's nationally talked about from Future to Migos, QC, what they got going on, whoever, Lucci. Like, why not just have an office here where you don't have to pay to fly someone down all the time sure or even is. have an office and just hire one of you guys to work out of it to save money and make money at the same time? Like, y'all, we all know Atlanta, it's not hard to get in touch with people. Especially anybody. If in, especially <laughs> if you're involved. So I just don't understand. Like, you'll cover more stuff. It'll be – more well done because the people actually here know what's going on. Yeah, it just makes sense to me. Now, I don't know financially if there's a reason why, but that's just my opinion. I just don't understand it. And to me, there's always better content. I'm fine with the outside of you. There's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes I think that's part of what makes Christina great, not coming being from the South. It just like have, like she's I can t- she's genuinely interested. Mm-hmm, like you true. have a genuine interest in this and you care, and that that's something. Not saying y'all don't, but y'all don't have that. Right. Yeah. That's what she brings to the table. But for you all, y'all's opinion means just as much in the sense that I under I come from this, I understand this. So there's a different take on it, and I just think there needs to be both, and that there is really outweighed with the outsiders always commenting, and we's like we don't have a chance to speak on a national platform. Right. Like, of course we have media here, like you guys are here, mm-hmm. but just like that national. It's like I don't know, man. It's like while everybody's talking, we're just like, hey, excuse, like, yeah. you know, we're just like, hey, we're here, we're here, and it's like we never get that full, like, no, nah, we're gonna tell our stories and y'all gonna deal with this shit. Like, well, I think that's, that's where some people got rubbed the wrong way as far as the difference between there being, of course, there's media here, there's people who've been writing and covering things here for years, mm-hmm. decades, but I think the conversation was just nationally. Why isn't like you would think that half the content on Revolt or MTV or wherever they're still playing music on television, Fuse mm-hmm. or whatever channels still actually play music would have correspondence from Atlanta, right? Would have you know or or, or have uh, stuff going on down here, but for whatever reason, it's just we would be not. a cost saving measure. That's I, 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 mean, I don't know like, the logistics, like, but that's let what I us assume. save you money. My, help us help mm-hmm. you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how I'm gonna send all my pitches from now on. I'm gonna just yeah. save you this. <laughs> 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 let me save you this airfare, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I mean, the movie industry gets it. Oh yeah, yeah. They, they, they but get those tax it. breaks the tax helped. Break, yeah. right, is making it. But good see, they the did a monetarily here. incentive. Like, look, you come down here, we shave a little off the top, you know, and, 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 and everybody and wins. Everybody eats, right? But yeah, I don't know what mm. the media. I don't, I don't know. Maybe they're just fine. Maybe they're just like we good. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe uh, I just. I think you're right when you say we need a presence though, because the conversations you cannot avoid Atlanta. You can't avoid the South. You can't avoid Florida. So how can you have these conversations without having somebody at least from here, like mm-hmm. on the ground floor? To me, you're you're short sighted. There's not even one person. I can't name you one person on a national media stage Mm-mm. from the south. The only one I think is Ricky Smiley. If you want to count that, if if you want to, because he's nationally right. syndicated. But that's if yeah, he's and, not really journalistic. Yeah, like he's media, but it's not. Yeah, it's media. You know, it's right, not yeah, Breakfast yeah. Club. Well, like, let's, you know let's be specific. When I'm, I mean, yeah, all media in general was what we're talking about, but. People that cover music. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Music professionals. Mm-hmm. I can't name you in. And that's not to overlook Ricky, but. Yeah, yeah. Ricky doing He's, he's right. been here, though. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. He's more, to me, like a legacy act. Yeah, I'm about to say, he's a legend. Like, yeah. Ricky is Ricky. That doesn't mm-hmm. count. But that's the, that's the problem, yeah. though, too, is that we should have more younger names to say. Right. Like, even for radio. Like, we, I don't. We, there's not Everyone I feel like is vets and legends that keep recycling and washing and changing hands, but we're not. There's nobody who can do radio. There's nobody who can do broadcasting. Sure. I, I guess Streets is doing their thing. 
Yeah, but it's not national. We're talking about national. We have media here. That's not. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's that national it's voice that, to be able to cover mm-hmm. on. Like, yeah, it's just it's 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 wild to me. No, yeah. there's no authoritative figure. Yeah. That you like, and I, I would take it back to. I didn't notice at the time, but like even remember MTV used to do the top ten. MCs of the year. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember somebody from the South being Ooh, on that panel. On that round like, it would be yeah, always be yeah, Sway. Yeah, yeah. It would be um, like some kind of journal. But I, I, I knew. I think Rob Markman would be a Yeah, Rob Markman would be Sway, there. Rob. But you know it. I never remember seeing somebody. I would remember if it was somebody yeah. from the South on there. Like, and I don't Maurice. recall. They didn't call, they didn't yeah, call Maurice. Didn't call, yeah, no Maurice. No, I mean, I would even like, I mean, no, this is going to sound shady as fuck. I don't want to say even. But like, they, they could have chosen Julia. They yeah, could have gotten yeah, Julia yeah, Beverly. True. Like, at least somebody who's like, from the the right. area that knows what's going on, but nobody like. Yeah. yeah, I was like that shit was crazy. I'm saying I had to look at retrospect. Yeah. Back then it didn't bother me, but like right. I just got mm. as I got these feelings, I was, I was like, was there anybody <laughs> in the South even sitting there when they were talking about top ten? Like yeah. we didn't even have an opinion in it. It's one of them things like when you have like a cartoon you used to watch as a kid that you love this cartoon, and then all of a sudden you get older, you watch it, you realize that's racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like hold on, wait a fucking minute. Like this isn't uh, cool as I thought it was. Right. I remember when uh, Walker got on that top 10 list, top 10 MC list. Mm-hmm. I remember that too. When he first came out, that was a big deal. Yeah. Right. Oh. I was surprised they picked him, but right. you know, this is him coming off of, you know. I was I they ran down his hits and his impact. Yeah. And they were like, he, like he was, okay. He's, he was one of those rappers that was too big to ignore, but every time he opened his mouth, they were mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they hated Walker. Yeah. They hated but you couldn't ignore him. He had yeah. Smash after smash. Like, Who was mad at him? Ninth Wonder? Uh, was it who, got, who got mad at him got, that year? Uh, a member from Wu-Tang was upset. Yeah. Uh, it was all because he was saying, like, at least as far as, like, his music goes, like, lyrics didn't matter. But right. then producers took it as, oh, lyrics don't matter in hip-hop anymore. And right. So they yeah. got yeah. it. Really you know, the Jan Sports are very defensive about these and, kind and of then things. He Tell says, me more about the Jan Sports. I'm just saying, you know, how they get in their feelings. When you start talking about lyrics and, like, certain... Uh, a bad signal yeah certain like uh, tent poles or certain like bastions sure. of hip-hop culture that is supposed to exist if you do anything against the convention you know the, the hip-hop gop come for you you know how you know how them hip-hop republicans you know how them hip-hop republicans do they try to get you up out of here oh my god oh my god can you just steve can you just remind everybody about how you came into jay-z slot yeah so i was man growing up like I said, I went to school down in Henry County, and my dad lived in Southwest Atlanta. But um, I was just like Southern bias. Like if you weren't from the South, like Ti was my goat, still is. Like Jay Z, of course, is there now, but Ti still means more to me than whole. But um, yeah, Crime Mob, Lil John, mm-hmm. Crunk, all that. Like that's all I was listening to. Like I knew the singles. Like I watched Rap City, The Basement, and all that. I knew Nelly, and I, you know what I'm saying. I wasn't obsolete of every other. Oh, uh, rap artist, but what I was purchasing, right. was riding around in my mom's car, or was in my Walkman or whatever, was just Southern shit, like right. period. So when I, my cousin's from South Carolina, and he's, I mean, my, when I say my cousin's from South Carolina, I mean still tobacco fields, cotton fields. Wow. But he, Blueprint 2, and it, all around the world came on, and I was just like, it's just all around wow. Blueprint. And I'm just like... I'm just like, what? <laughs> what's this? Like, I knew it was Jay Z, but I was just like, I ain't never heard Jay Z like this because I just knew his bangers. Like, I right. never bought a Jay Z album, never listened to one all the way through. But then, like, like Black Album comes next, and I I listened to the Blueprint too, and I have the feelings about it as everybody. It wasn't 
Like it was too much. Like yeah, he would have yeah. made it one. I'm I'm one of those people too. If he would have made it one album, took some shit off. Eleven it songs. Been, yeah, it would have been a, another classic for him. But yeah, when like I it piqued my interest to where Black Album comes and I'm like, okay, I, I'm interested. I still wasn't a hove like diehard, but as we were just talking about, like before the show, when uh when he took that three year break, it would gave me time to go back and listen to everything. So. The Bluebird 2 was my introduction to Hove, and then to the Black Album, and then him taking that break gave me time to do my homework and really enjoy him for what I think everyone should enjoy him for. I think he's just the best. He's he's the best rapper ever. It's not even close. Like, yeah. I didn't expect to hear that. I've never heard anyone who learned about Jay-Z starting at Blueprint too, but I knew it. But that's what I'm saying. I well, wasn't. Not, not, yeah, not yeah, like, know about of course right, you yeah, know yeah. the Annie record. You know, I mean not Annie, but yeah, 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 yeah. You know H to the is like you. Yeah, you know, know big like I'm in the parties, house parties, singing the shit right. too. But buying an album, the album and talking all friends like yeah, it was never that like never. And all around the world, all around the world is the record. I'm saying I never hear anybody talk about it. It's never on song. I'm not even saying it's one of those best. I just it's vividly remember record, riding no, around my cousin uh, and it came on. I was, was like, this hook? is crazy. That was uh, Latoya La- La- Williams? Was it? I, I think it was Latoya Williams that was singing that hook. That's why I, I, that's I, why I remember it was that a sample. Time. I just thought it was a soul sample at the, at the time. Mm, that was yeah. big. Back to the books, to the rhymes that took me all around the world. Brooklyn Ballers. Detroit Players. to your story so much because I was also late to Jay-Z to the point where by the time I caught up with everything else, by the time he comes back out with Kingdom Come, I'm like, you came back with this? And I had to catch, <laughs> you know what I mean? See, you you are, know what I mean? y'all gonna make like, me fight for Kingdom <laughs> Come. I'm telling y'all, boy, so you a Kingdom Come true, I'm sir? a Kingdom Come fan. I, that's it. I'll say it's his worst. But you ain't finna tell me the shit whack. Like, I uh-uh. think you're just in denial. It's okay. I would protect myself too. Man, well, no, no, I, no, no, I'm no, saying he not, just made it for a certain group of album. people. Man, who's that? It's the, not, it's older. Not. He just got. He just came off being executive purely for three. Like that's all he was doing. So when he jumps back in the studio. He's that's all he's talking about is like the first song he comes on. Everybody loves, but like I'm more than a rapper. You can't fit all this hustle inside of a rapper. I'm the new improved Russell Sim. Like. I was just like, oh, my boy on that grown man shit. <laughs> and I'm only, what is this, I'm only like 14, 15. I'm like, my nigga done grew up. <laughs> like, like, so when everybody was trying to tell me it's whack, I'm like, y'all just, y'all too young. Y'all that young nigga. Wow. Y'all, y'all, sure. y'all don't even get it. Started as a new 20, like, y'all buying rims. I'm riding the shit that came on. Like, he was just talking that grown man shit. And I'm not saying the songs are just like amazing. It's his worst album. But I'm just like, his worst is still five his worst is still i don't know i'm not a big volume one fan though now yeah. I think about it. see okay, now, now, now this is where we're gonna yeah, fight. I say, right? this is this is where we're gonna have a fight i never understand i don't understand why people slander volume one there are two terrible songs on volume but one. they're terrible yeah yeah but the other there's 15 songs in there 14 songs in there and the other 12 songs are like the cornerstone of jay-z Discography, but didn't he even put it towards the bottom though? When he ranked his album, when he ranked it. I think it was. I don't know if it, at the time I think there was thirteen out. You're right. It was thirteen. I think yep. it was above 
I think, think it was, it was above volume higher. three. You think it was six? It might have been. It might have been six. I, think I it, thought it was that. It was either that or volume three that was low. Yeah, please pull up the picture because I need to see it. But I don't understand how. Yeah, Blueprint three down there. It was Kingdom Come was at the bottom. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then Blueprint three. And it was either volume one or volume three that was like volume three should have been there. somewhere probably near the bottom. Too. Yeah, and blueprint two was down there too, I think. But don't yeah. really, we don't really talk about blueprint three didn't age well to me. That's not a really good album. No, that's not a good album. Either. Nah. No, but I knew it wasn't really a good album at the time. Like yeah. DOA, DOA was cool, and I knew the New York record was going to be a big thing, but. There was no like. That's his biggest record though. That's crazy. Yeah. DOA. No. Uh, uh, New, York. New York. Oh yeah, New York. Yeah. Biggest yeah. record. I think that was his yeah. first yeah. number one, right? Number yeah. One. yeah. That was his yeah. first Billboard crazy. number one record. And yeah. Was Blueprint three was what 2010, 2009, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Like. Yeah. It's crazy that he went that long with no number one record and crazy. Drake has like. Uh, yeah. uh, DeKalb County full number one record like this shit is ridiculous man yeah Mike and I celebrated New Year's in New York that year and we went to like a jazz club where you know everybody's like very buttoned up everybody's playing their instruments and stuff but once it struck midnight they just played that record, the New York record, mm -hmm. I think like 12 times in a row. They just like kept it on a loop. It was like, happy Jesus. fucking New Year. Yeah, a, <laughs> listen, that is a lot of yeah, Alicia Keys. That's, it didn't, that's was, a lot of Alicia Keys. Everyone was drunk. It didn't matter. It's okay. <laughs> it was all good at the time. All right, so Yo has found the Jay-Z ranking. Um, where's volume one? Just give it to well, me. Well, volume yeah. one was number seven. So oh, it wasn't okay. six. You was it was number seven. Seven. Okay. Yeah, I knew it was somewhere in the middle. What's, what's so what's I can't believe What's after Kingdom Come? That's why I want to know. Is Kingdom Come at the bottom? What was what do you before Kingdom Come? Yep. Right. It's Blueprint 2. It's Blueprint 2. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, volume, then what, it's Reasonable Doubt, Blueprint, Black Album, Volume 2, American Gangster, Magna Carta. Those are all classics. Stopping at American Gangster, all them classics. Oh, he got five. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's, that's fair. That's five right. Uh, Magna Carta, Volume 1, Blueprint 3, Dynasty, Volume 3, Blueprint 2, Kingdom Come. To me, Volume 1 is a classic. To me, that's his sixth classic. I don't see how, like, the, the intro. Intro is um, crazy. Friend of Foe 98. Yeah. Uh, 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 what's the other joint? Um, where you, um, cuff up along where I'm from, Marcy, oh, yeah, Marcy Sunday. Yeah. The, where I'm Only from, like, songs on the, over yeah, my the, yeah, yeah, like where I'm from. Like, yeah. these are like the Jay Z records of imaginary players. Like, uh, oh, yeah, how was do you, on like, there. I don't see how that's not a classic to everybody. Just get rid of that terrible Kim and Puff record <laughs> and get rid of Sunshine. You know it, why? Uh -huh. The execs started weighing in. This is all this is all tainted by the execs you would meet. Mm. Okay, he might have something. And the Chris Martins, he's friends with Chris Martin, right? He is. Yeah. Friends with well, I don't know. If they, are they still friends? I'm about to say since divorce. Uh, yes. Uh, I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I know. throw my hands up. I have no idea. I can see. Mm. I have no yeah, idea. I don't. I feel like Beyonce don't really rock with Gwyneth Paltrow no more. <laughs> yeah, you don't <laughs> see it. Yeah. Don't really rock with Chris Martin no more. It's just like, yeah. Hey. Did they consciously uncouple? I think so. I that's think what it looked like. Yeah, that's what it looked like. It looked Either like, having both of y'all. Yeah, yeah. Y'all ain't gonna be none of this. Y'all can't. So are we invited one and then invite the other? Y'all can't be in the same room together. Nah, nah, we not doing that. We fuck both of y'all. Yeah, for real. We getting we getting up out of here. Um, I want to go back though because we were talking about um kind of how you discovered Jay Z and and that whole thing. How do you think people discover Atlanta artists now? Because I feel like the long the, the the thing, or I don't know if it's a stigma per se, but the stereotypical story that people would tell about Atlanta artists is the song was popping in a strip club and all of a sudden it turned into the world's biggest hit. But I feel like that's not necessarily the case anymore. 
But maybe you have a different perspective on it. I agree with that part. Like they're not being discovered. I can't tell you the last artist that was broken or a record was broken in the strip club. Like, I have I no idea. Yeah. Couldn't name you not one. I don't know about dude. that one. Um, GQ is going to be on this like ten years from now. Feel <laughs> 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 me? Yeah. yeah. But um, I don't. I hey man, I I I know in the industry. A lot of niggas just sit on YouTube and just type in Atlanta artists. And I like I know for a fact, <gasps> right? Because like you wonder how like because there's some kids who get signed who like I know I'm not on the ground level as much as I used to be, but I know I'm still out here. Mm-hmm. Like they're finding kids. I'm like, Ooh. Who, who, like <laughs> what? And then and I know it's because they just like Atlanta's so hot they want to take a chance on right. the smallest thing. Like Ooh. and they'll have a little something going on. I'm not saying mm-hmm. smallest thing like they have nothing, but it's like if they have the smallest inkling of having like. Oh, you got uh, let's say a hundred thousand views on YouTube, cause like that could come from anywhere. That don't mean you pop in Atlanta, cause you got right. a lot of views on YouTube. They're just yeah. like, okay, you're from Atlanta, you got this, cool. I'm gonna take a chance on it, cause everything else in Atlanta seems to be fine. I know the industry does that, um, but stuff is just as far as coming across your radar. I don't know, man. It's it's tough. Like I, like I still go by word. Like somebody just got to tell me that I'm still. I mean, very that's kind of where I am now sense. too. Like I'm too old to be in like some of the clubs where probably they might be playing some of these records. So like yeah. I'm not gonna be in these spots on like a daily basis or a weekly basis to be able to know. But I feel like when something is popping in Atlanta, you're gonna hear it one way or another. Yeah. And but I, with some of these artists though, I just haven't had that experience. Like yeah. you don't necessarily hear the shit. You definitely don't hear it at the strip club, but you might not even hear playing in the car. I'm used to just being at a stoplight and just hearing something. Yeah. You know how I hear it now? I'm going to tell you, like, one is being around QC a lot, like, in Lil Baby and Collision and all that. Like, they really from the city, like, for right. real, for real. Like, I'm from here, but, like, they, they deep, from here, they from deep here. in this motherfucker. <laughs> so, like, they know every hood, like, just how Lil Baby popped up and, like, he wasn't a rapper and coaching. Like, every hood now has... Like they're representative every corner. Like mm-hmm. not only being from Cleveland, but you gotta be from this street on Cleveland. Right. We yeah. all galvanize behind him. So like I'll see, like I'll follow Club Crucial on Instagram, mm-hmm. and then they'll like I, that's how I found about Key, Key with the Crucial, right. and I was just like, who's this kid? Like and like he'll have a little movement. Mm-hmm. So like, but I knew about him because like Baby, he hang with Thug, and Baby no th- like I, I right. knew I was familiar, but then I saw the follow up on the Crucial Instagram mm-hmm. page, and then another thing um, is like Noah. Who's always found artists since that's like one of my best friends and uh partners in this. But like Noah's Shout out art. To big Noah. Yeah, he um he's he still is so hands on the ground. Like he we got these kids we managed named Noah. I mean not Noah, but uh Kenny Mason and Daniel Novello. And like they're only twenty and twenty one. So like I look at their class and they kinda like keep me. So there's a guy like you I heard your podcast uh when you talk uh Beauregard? Yeah, oh, but yeah. I got Yo, familiar listen. through him and Kenny are, are like this. So like, oh, I got word. Beauregard through Kenny. Like, Yo. so you know how our class, you know, we came up, it was like the Jizz, Earthgangs, Two Nines, Mako, Rome Fortunes, Trinidad. But like, Kenny has his class. Yes, his so class I get through him, I'm able to find the Beauregards and stuff like that. That Bruce Lee working record is like my favorite <laughs> song right now. I play that song like 10 times a day. Yeah, so right. like, but I. I I'm not gonna lie. I rarely come across it organically anymore, though. Right. That's a lot. I go to the show, hearing it in the car. Like it's got to be somebody word of mouth putting me on. Is that just the? Is that just the internet culture? Do you think it has something to do with just the city? Because the city is changing. Right. The city is. You know. I mean, gentrification is happening all over America, but Atlanta is definitely going through it, like everybody else is. And I think we talked about this on. um, I forget which episode we talked about, but just like kids having places to go perform 
and, yeah. and put on shows and do stuff outside. I mean, you know, Apache Cafe is still doing it mm-hmm. one, two, and I'm sure there's other places, but why is that that you think the strip clubs and these other places where people normally blew up or popped off yeah. that just it's not like that anymore? I don't want to be too specific to what I had going on a couple years well, ago. Well, yeah. <laughs> but because it's that, we weren't the end all be all. But one thing I have, like, I'm just, I live my life trying to meet retrospect halfway. So, like, there's certain mm. things you try to predict. And then, like, there's certain, you, know, you just got to live through it. So, okay. like, I try to predict what's going to happen and try to meet it there. Like, I don't know. It could easily, something else could happen. So, like, we did what we did in, like, 2013 with, um, with Creative Revolution Union. And I say that to say, like, I look back on it and it was really instrumental. But, like, we were just kids who, like, I think there has to be people like me, Noah Suli, who, like, we weren't the creatives for lack of it, like we weren't creating the content. We we weren't the artists or anything like that, but we just wanted to play our part in seeing those people win. So when we were throwing shows all the time, we were losing a bunch of money, but we were just like, somebody has to play this part. So like it may have been like Fadia before us, like mm-hmm. with Bad and Bougie. Uh, not, yeah, Bad and Bougie, what's it called? Uh, broken broken Bougie, 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 Bougie. Broken Bougie yeah. parties, and she was throwing shows, but like we were like really in the church. Like I didn't know Fadia before I got into it. Um, like we th- we threw shows that like had people who were on now before like I was managing Mako and Milo Smith but like Forte Bowie like we were putting these people on Trinidad James like Beer and Tacos had it, but like the Greenmont uh the Atlanta I forgot what we called that festival Park. but Greenmont Park we had oh, them on the show Fest. the next day Indie like, Fest yeah Indie Fest that's yeah. what it was like they had them that Friday but we already had a book that Saturday so Beer and Tacos mm-hmm. technically had them first but like we were right there and like Corey designed the album cover and Destiny yeah. styled like. We were so involved behind the scenes, and like we were throwing shows all the time. We weren't making any money, but we were just throwing shows that had Jid, Black. And this is 2014. Like mm-hmm. We had A3C. We had South by Southwest when it was Trinidad's first out by, Rome Forces first out by, Two Nines first out. Like, we were doing that first, but we were sacrificing so much. Mm-hmm. Like, But I, I say that to say I don't see a lot of it now, and I don't know why. Because we were 21, 22, using all our money to do that shit, uh-huh. but just like I don't know what kid – like. I'm not into doing that no more. I'm like, I, I would love to, but I'm not. That's not. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah, that's a whole I'm, other right. job. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm bigger than that, but I'm just like I, I've done it. I just, I want to see the next wave. Of Someone people. else pick it up because yeah, everybody it. can't be an artist. Like I want to see the see, next. I, me I was about to say. You know what I'm saying? Do you I think wanna, it's a sacrifice though? Definitely. And that, like we still here to this day. Like y'all should do that event. Like we were throwing shit. I remember we did a shit with Paper Frank was painting. Mm. Fred Foster was selling his clothes and Rome Fortune performed. The wow. next one was. Mary Mareba, uh, I forgot who was doing the clothes, and then we had, uh, I think Heroes and Villains. Like we were trying to mix all wow. the arts and shit. Multi-media. Yeah, multi shit. Like we were just trying to create dope shit for the creatives. And I don't, I know there are kids throwing shows and yep. stuff like that, but I just don't see that willing to sacrifice. And that's why, come back, like I don't have an intern or like an assistant. I don't see anybody in the generation coming behind me who's willing to make that sacrifice to how we were department store like when we were in there when nobody was there like mm-hmm. we were that's how we like that's what made us love department store you go in there holler at pat sarah and get follow drink full cup of straight liquor <laughs> but then like you know Mako and father and and, and mccona do that show but when upstairs wouldn't even open at first and then that summer 2014 everything it just is madness yeah. but it's like i don't see the effort of the people behind the scenes as much as we did it I, I'm, I'm not saying we were like I'm not saying we were just the shit because like I said we were broke as hell doing that shit. But like I, that's one thing I don't see. It's yeah. just like when because I would love to see a kid who throws shows constantly. It could be once every three months where I'm just be like I'm going to this show because he be booking the five shit. Right. Like yeah. I, we can literally say we probably booked about seven people 
who one are signed, and then you can go down the list of people who are just like like a Nebuchadnezzar. Like nobody right. may not even though he signed a major deal, but like you don't look at him as a major label artist right, like you would right. Black or Jid. But oh. like we can go down the line of the people we had for the first time or even earlier on when they weren't getting booked like that. Mm-hmm. Like I think mean, we had Black's first show as a solo artist. Mm-hmm. Like wow, that shit was crazy. Like you know what I'm saying? Like we just fucked with him. Right. Like we didn't know him from a can of paint. Like I found him. His group. <laughs> Did a show with Buck and them for Spoiled Milk. Wait. But then I found a YouTube video of him doing some, which I came to find out. If y'all look at Black, Where You At, YouTube it. Mm-hmm. He freestyled that song, some Erica Badu, Tyrone shit. Like, oh, my God. Because I, I told him I loved the record because he didn't have any solo music you could find. And I was like, bro, this record's dope. Where is it at? And he was like, I just met the band that day and just freestyled that shit. I was like, oh. That's and then wild. we booked him. Wow. He was like, come do this show. And Mako and Key headlined that show. And this is 2014. Wow. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like. Wow. Who thought he would have been as big as he is now? I mean, we all thought, but like, right. yeah. you don't think like that, especially it took four years to do it, but that's why right. Free Black yeah. was so great because you know, he told See, you the struggle he went through. But I don't know if people know the buildup for Black in the city. Before yeah. he was a big deal to the world, people were asking him where the album was in like 2014, 2015. Like, it was very quiet because he couldn't put the record out, of course. Right. But the anticipation in the city was very real. Mm-hmm. Like, he could have just dropped in Atlanta and would have been big here locally. Mm-hmm. But he didn't. He couldn't. You couldn't put no records out. But that build up, that that time frame, really, really, really built who Black Up was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But one thing too about him, I I noticed as like he's been doing music. I don't know about all his life, but since since a young age. Yeah. So it was crazy watching people come to his. Like he would bring more people than a lot of the acts who oh, were like. Really? Back, so like they've been supporting him for that long. Like this shit was crazy. You would see like he. I remember when since, we like, first. High yeah, like. When the Love Renaissance show, when they did that free with an Al Five, mm-hmm. like he was saying, like, man, these people know me since middle school. Like, so that kind of support, he's had long support, you know what I'm saying, before even wow. that, the buzz you're talking about. Yeah. Like, he had that, like, his whole middle school probably fuck with him because they just know you've been trying for that long. <laughs> like, man, I'm saying that shit was crazy. You deserve yeah, the support we, right we came now. To our show, right. it was like 20 people front row knowing whatever song because he didn't have no music out solo then they knew all the words and i was like what the fuck like i just booked you because i fought with you but like how you got a fan base with no music out that shit was crazy but yeah that that's to answer your question like that's what i think is missing specifically i know it's more than that yeah but i really want to see a group of individuals who just like okay this side of atlanta's winning or this part or whatever but i'm gonna get some people who we believe in and we're gonna book them on all the shows like, cause we book people redundantly. We book two nine all the time. We book Forte, all, Milo, I was manager and Maca. We booked them all the time. But we were like, we're gonna keep giving them this platform until they win. Like yeah. my A three C show was, was just nothing but just a reunion of niggas we booked already. Jid, Nebu, Larry June, Maco, Keith. Like right. it was the same South by Southwest, Trinidad, Keith. Like it was the same list. But we were just like, we're gonna play our part around it. So I'm not right. saying people gotta do it exactly like that. But I don't see that in the city anymore. Well, I mean, there's there's definitely a strength in numbers. As far as you know, if you're if you're an emerging artist, and that's kind of what when you're talking about like Beauregard and, and all of those guys, it appears that they, I don't know if they've done a lot of shows together or consistently, but the show that I saw them at was a group called uh, Hammy the Ox, mm-hmm. and I guess they're putting on shows, you know, here and there, whatever the case is. But to, to have like all those guys you named Forte Bowie and Trinidad, like all those guys were kind of ahead of their time to me mm-hmm. because. Like you, when you talk about black and some of the artists from the city that are blowing up now, like all of those guys was around during that same time, and, and maybe the temperature is just a little bit different in Atlanta now than it was in twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, I was there. I oh, yeah, no, no, I know no. you were asking. Oh, me. No, I thought no, you were no, saying no, no, the yeah, temperature no. is different. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, temperature is yeah, different, yeah, yeah, temperature's than, different. Than, what, than what it was at that point. So I mean, I hope that you know all. Of the, hopefully, somebody does pick up that baton though. Yeah. yeah, and and you know keeps carrying on that tradition of somebody carrying enough to go broke trying yeah. to promote the local artist. And I hope you don't. If you if there's yeah. anyone out there, <laughs> don't go broke. That's just like saying that's just one thing we learned. Right, if I that had is optional. Yeah, if I had to do it all over, we definitely would have been smarter. Broke yeah. with an asterisk next yeah, to it. Yeah, but at that time, we were just like, anything for the creative. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's me, I'm very open about not being the cre- the creator or right. creative or the talent. Like, I know I have talent. Like, I think I trust my ears. I, I think I'm good at managing, et cetera. Like, I know how to put a track list together. And like, that's what I find my, I want to tell, help tell the narrative mm-hmm. of the story that the artist is creating. Yeah. But I'm very clear of like, I'm not the creative. Like, I'm not the talent. So we were just so passionate about playing our part. Like, mm-hmm. That was really all it came down to was like, these artists are creating this, but they can't do it by themselves. Yeah. And we just wanted to be part of their story and help them yeah. in any way. And yeah, I just, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. Because a lot of stuff, like we couldn't have planned department store. Like nah. we, we, there's no way to plan that. So I don't know if these kids find a spot and turn. I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, I, yeah. Um, I met you right around, I guess, like when you had started managing like OG Mako. And this mm-hmm. was like after like he's and Key did like give him hell and everything. So I was just wondering at that time, what did you hear in not only that duo, but just in like OG Mako in general? So once again, Noah was over there with Key. Yeah, and he was trying. He was man like Cassandra was in New York. I'm sorry, I know she hates me. <laughs> I'm so that's just how I always differentiate. You used to get girl key, boy key, but right. it's so easy to say Cassandra. <laughs> but like girl key, I guess um, she was managing, but she was in New York or L.A. One of them. She wasn't here. Okay, so Noah was all like, we all believe it. Like we all know Key's amazing, yeah. but Noah was like, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna just be around him and I'm gonna help him. Like you know, I, I feel like he's just not saying had so many chances, but like. Guess who fucking your bitch could have went and been the one. Yeah. Then the song with Jace could have been the one. Then the, like he's had so many ones that was like, this is gonna be the, the one. Yeah, this is gonna be the one. Like, but it never so when Noah decided, I was like, cool, like, okay. So as he's in key, I guess started working with him. I don't know where Key found Mako or decided to get with him. Yeah. But um Mako, they started working and Noah just came back. This is when Noah was staying. If you look at future trap niggas video, he was staying at that house. With, oh my god. So that's why 21's in the video, because like Key 21, we always be over there. But um so he like came back and was like, "Bitch, you guess what the first song we did?" And I'm just like, "Oh, this shit crazy!" I just knew it was crazy off top. I was just like, yeah. "Oh, this shit crazy." Then they would go back. Then they brought give him hell the song back. Then they like he would just come back and I'm like, "Yo, this kid is crazy." So then I wouldn't even think about working with him. But then he told me he was like, "Yo, I think he's about to fire his management." And like he looked at it and I was just like, "You know, tell him to come to the crib." We met. He was like, he went to Georgia State at the time, and he was like, uh, "I'm familiar with you and Milo." Milo went to Georgia State, and he was like, "I'm familiar. I'm looking for new management." We talked. Two weeks later, we came back and was like, let's do it. And then that was like April and uh, 2014. And then we he, they record, they had all this. I was never in any session. They they recorded, give them hell all together. Um, him, Noah, and Mako. But then like once we had it, me and Noah put like a little planning. It was like, all right, we already, like you can't take away the fact of like being me and Noah. Like nobody could put the plan together without being me or Noah, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it took us being us for this plan to work. So we were always throwing parties. Like I said, doing those events, like we were doing throwing shows. So we just basically funneled them in. Like we would just throw parties and I would always tweet, bitch, you guess. People are like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> so then they would come to the parties and me and Noah would be a DJ and like the kid, the people in the house would know the song. Mm-hmm. So we would just act like it was the hardest song. Bitch, you get, you know, people, what I've learned is people will hop, they see you on the side road pushing a car, 
they'll they'll come out, they'll come out and help yeah. rap. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, ain't, I don't need no help. Mm-hmm. So I just was, we was, bitch, you, what is this? What song? You ain't heard that, Mac? Oh, man, you tripping. Like, it's that bitch you guessed it. So we just worked it, and everywhere Noah DJ, from department store to the house parties, wherever, we always broke the record, played it. I was hosting at the time events. I would get it played there, and it just, I would always make sure to just tweet it. And then you would just start, I would just search the bitch you guessed, mm-hmm. and you would just, and I would just retweet, retweet, and they got to a point. People just ask, what is this? What is this? But then they would go out, and we gave it to select DJs like Genesis, uh, DJ Peter Parker, uh, Instrumentals. So it just started getting their own little buzz like that. And then it just, I'm saying that, we dropped the project. We didn't drop a single. You couldn't find it until we dropped the project on July 7th. That's why Keys Project 777, that was 77, 2014, to, you know, 27 right. to 14. So we dropped on that date, threw that release party. The next day, the very next day, 500 people in the Metro Lofts knew every word. That shit was fucking crazy. But what I heard with Mako was just, I was like, I never heard this screamo punk in rap before. Mm. Like, Key, we, I'm saying Key was a no-brainer. Right. Like that just helped that did help launch Mako because Key was already this underground legend. He was established. So, yeah, yeah, so right. it gave people like, okay, if Key who's this Mako kid? But I st- Mako's still one of the most talented people. Like, I'm mad we couldn't get that album out. Like and he could rap. Shit. He could really rap. Too. Like it wasn't just the bitch you guessed it. Like he, he to me, I look at Mako like when I first heard Mo Bamba, I was Somebody like, just tweeted that yesterday. Yeah, today. The yeah. first time I heard Mo Bamba, I was like, oh, this is some Mako shit. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Mako could do that and he could rap though. Yeah. Like when I I forget where I was. I don't remember what I don't remember what tape it was, but I just remember being in traffic on like 285 and I was like, I'm gonna just let this Mako tape run. And like three, four songs in, I was like, this dude got bars? Like yeah. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> I thought it was just some rowdy like Tear the club up, just do violence. But I was like, oh, homie can rap. Like, yeah, damn. boy can rap, man. Yeah. So, yeah, I just, I, I, I'm i all for, like, I want to find that unique talent. But, um, like, you don't have to be one of one. Everybody would love to find a one of one. Yeah. Um, I just think, like, you know, everybody talk about the mystical buster. But, I mean, I know it came from his rock influences. But I, I never heard it to that point. But it was also very Atlanta. It was very crunk at the same time. Yeah, right. So, it, I just... I have a thing where I just trust my ears and I just saw it work. I just heard it and was like, if I like it, there's some people gonna like it. Like I just, like me and Noah, like Noah has the technical ears. Mm. Like he used to be an engineer. He has credits on like Chrisette Michelle's uh, second album, a Neo album, a Monica album. He used to be an engineer. But um, like he has that fine, like he'll be listening to folk music and he'll just like tell me something like, yeah, the ukulele right here. And I'll be like, <laughs> I don't know. But I purposely try to keep, I don't want to get that deep. Like, right. I mean, that's why we work. I want to keep my average guy presence because I feel like I relate more to the, the normal yeah. everyday person. Like, right. I don't want to have that fine tuned. I, you I can't go so. too deep into it. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, I, yeah. That's, that's why I know that's where my talent lies in, right. in that so yeah. when i heard and i was like oh this shit gonna go crazy i just trusted my instinct and it yeah. went crazy but did yeah. you think it would go like what did you make of when like keith eight popped up and the whole controversy happened to where og mako like was like why are you lifting my shit all the way in yeah. you know like korea like what did you make of that um i mean i took it i'm so nonchalant man you got it nothing really bothers me uh uh-huh. um and then mako that like his twitter oh my god he was reckless it, yeah it was it, it was, was reckless, reckless. and <laughs> i'm the type of manager like i'm never gonna call you like we together like that's just what it like this is what it i'm is. not i'm not gonna be like yeah but, uh, with what, you but i'm never gonna be what, like uh, man uh, mako need to chill like, you're never gonna see me or talk like that's not that so i was like i took it as a comment was just like damn it was just like when it became big, like it wasn't the identical. Sh- I was like, "Hey, you're like, 
oh, it just made me feel kind of weird. Just like it's identical. Like it sounds just like it. But Maca was like, no, nah, fuck that. But those guys, they reached out and handled some business. So they, right. hey, look, we ain't want no more problems with it after, after that. that. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, you come through like that. But like I wasn't offended. I just was surprised that an identical song could come out and be that. But like, hey, I, especially I, out of Korea, South Korea. Yeah, South Korea. They probably thought they could yeah. get away with it over there. Yeah, we actually got booked over there shortly. I want to say after that. Wow. I want to say it was after. I don't, I don't know if that had anything to do with it, but I mean, I'm sure maybe. But you know, that, we've been to South Korea. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did that. It, it so. seems like it's more like the internet. You know how things travel. That right. record was big, yeah. like as far as and before, it was right before streaming too. Before oh my god! Viral. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, like, god. I think about that shit all the time. Steve, like y'all done put up in a Bentley truck, bro. Yeah. Yeah. A whole <laughs> different conversation <laughs> in here. A, to- a totally different type of. You would have saw my watch on this podcast. <laughs> like, yeah, I can't even see like something flickering. And I listen to SoundCloud. A whole different story. Right before streaming, it man. was Jesus. This one record, I remember going viral, viral. Yeah, not like play viral, like a couple people. Yeah, like, no, it was everywhere. Everyone was making videos. Everyone had these clips. So it makes sense that something out of South Korea would jump out this very similar. Like yeah. that influence is very broad. Yeah, we don't see that all the time. We'll see yeah. records go viral, but we'll see challenges go viral. Not mm-hmm. like a brand new artist, no one's really never heard of, have a single move like that. I think first was like Trinidad, yeah, who had the yeah. video. Trinidad had the video. Mm-hmm. Not it was just the record. It was yeah. just the record. Yeah, we didn't, record. we didn't shoot the video till Trilectro that year. And then y'all yeah, had the y'all had vinyl lock too. Yeah, vinyl was going because the only vinyl record I knew was uh, "Fuck That Bitch" was a lot was, was on vinyl lock. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Right. The, I remember yeah. the Asian girl and she like. That, I, that's why I, fuck that bitch was in that like I vividly remember that, but um, but yeah, bitch you guessed it. Well yeah, after after fuck that bitch for me it was yeah, bitch you guessed it went to a whole another level. I just think of that whole era with like the minimal piano. Like I think of that as the original like Halloween, and basically <laughs> like with Cardi B and what she's doing now with Money. I love that song, but it's like Halloween H two O. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's playing off that formula, but it's mm-hmm. like so slick, and everybody knows what they're. It's a Hollywood production at this point. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, no, a thousand percent. I think any like any hip hop record that has like three piano keys in it is yeah, it's probably gonna be a good time. Like the two chains joint, <laughs> yeah. bitch, you yeah. guessed it, right? This money record, right? Um, there's another. I think Tiger has one too. He you know he's good for those. Yeah, <laughs> he's real good for those. But like normally, if you can give me like three good piano notes and a good bass line, like you probably win. Done. Yeah, <laughs> you, that's it. You probably win. It don't take a whole lot. Yeah. Like you will probably win. So I had a um, you talked about Ti being you know one of your goats and the event that I was at yesterday. After it was over, we all went to dinner. And I got sucked into this conversation with two other. I'll change the names to protect the innocent, but with two <laughs> other, it but, rhymes with. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, yeah, one of those. Like I'll put y'all in witness protection. Yeah. But it was two writers that were from uh, Philly, and they were asking me questions like, "Could Ti really wash Ludacris?" And I'm and I'm looking at them like I said really well. I don't want to yeah, really? yeah, I don't want to disrespect really? Ludacris because Ludacris can fucking rap. No, Lud- and that's what I told him. Ludacris can rap. Even though I was mildly disrespectful because the way they were going about it was just like no, there's no way Ti can like. I just yeah. don't I mean, even want to see that fight. Like yeah, no, we've seen it. Well, we no. saw yeah, we've it. seen it. And, and not for nothing. Yeah. In, in all fairness, 
Luda probably won but that we know fight. Why. But we, we know yeah, why. but we know why. Thank right. And that's what I'm trying to say. There's, there's a, a little asterisk next yeah, to it's Luda's definitely win. An asterisk. Yeah. And you know, but it was just funny to me that there was these two guys from up north who were telling me about how T how Ludacris would wash T I and how they could say two chains was an okay rapper. Wait, wait <laughs> Okay, who who are like, Yo, man, this is why we don't let y'all come down here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is exactly why Goody Mob made fly away yeah, yeah. for shit like this. <laughs> so who, who's an okay rapper? Two chains. No, wow. Not two chains. Yeah, yeah. Tahee. <laughs> Tahee X. Yeah. My older sister actually went to high school with him. Tri Cities? Uh, no, uh, when North Clayton. Oh, North Clayton. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. Him and Monica. Yeah, my sister. But I'm yeah. hearing these things and I'm like, what are we talking about yeah, here? Like, they Big, can't come back. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah, and there's some people you don't know if they know about the Ti Luda shit and how, like, because I yeah. give it Luda did, he didn't kill Tip, but like he did give a bit. But he like, wrote that know, verse, but that, we know that why. Verse. Like, that, he, yeah, we, he heard the Ti he verse, heard the before, verse ahead of time. Yeah, and, so that's different. And really, the whole, I mean, there was some good lines in there, but Luda really won off the strength of that last bar. That, that last yeah. bar, <laughs> that last <laughs> bar, was crazy. Yeah. that last that was, bar that was, was yeah. like, yeah, it was like a mic drop. Like, okay, all right, like everything built up to that last bar. Yeah, yeah, everything. knew what he was doing. He probably came up with that last bar first, first right? yeah, yeah, like, and was like, and I'm gonna write a verse just to get here. Yeah. And I think that's probably what the only time it happened in hip hop where a beef happened on, on the same song. Oh, yeah. But one artist had the other artist first. Well, yeah, no, yeah. no, no. Actually, uh, that's the second time because that's exactly what happened with LL and Cannabis. Yeah. I and was just L thinking. And LL went back and changed his first because he didn't want no smoke yeah. with that young boy. <laughs> Yeah, but T.I. would destroy him. In a but T.I. would destroy yeah, answer, Ludacris. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And, but I had to go there because it was kind of like, I was just surprised to hear, I was surprised to hear somebody say 2 Chains is just an okay rapper. Yeah, that's some wild yeah, shit. Yeah, I thought everybody had acknowledged at this point that 2 Chains is like really that guy. It's the yeah. worst think piece ever. Yeah. yeah. Easily. Like, I'm not going to that TED Talk. Right. Nope. I don't want any invites. Thank you, but no thank you. No. No, facts. But yeah, tip is. I really thought, especially after this year. Chains had the last like two years. Chains is on a run. It's been crazy. Yeah, my nigga ain't missed. Yeah, he ain't missed. Got a bad verse. Like, where's the? That's what, that, that was my thing. Wild. Like, where's the okayness? Like, I don't yeah. see where the okayness if, is. If he's, he's average. scorching these joints. He's average. The rest of y'all are trash. Yeah. Right? yeah, and you're not gonna tell me that Ludacris is better than Ti and Two Chains is just okay. Yeah, that's what, right. Yeah. What kind of take right. is this? I don't know. What y'all drinking? Are you sure they were vetted at the airport? All right. Probably not. No. This is this is probably legitimate, right? Yeah, this after the Jid event. How do they feel yeah, about Jid? Yeah. They love Jid. <sighs> but they, for some reason, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, yo, man. the whole room just deflated. I don't yo. know if anybody can pick that up on the mic, but oh, the shit. air just got sucked out of the room. Like, this is just bad. Jeez. Yo, you know how yeah, I said, so like, Jay-Z is, is the GOAT. Like, he's the best to ever do it. Right. T.I. is the, to me, undisputable GOAT for a rapper who doesn't use punchlines and metaphors that often. Right. Tip, that, like, if you listen to Tip, I, you ain't no hear no like. Yeah, like no, no, no. Like he yeah, gives no. and he There's no hanging him. up flat screen in yeah, T.I.'s. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? The walls do a 360. None that, there's none yeah. of that shit in T.I.'s. My boy flow. give it to you straight, and it's just like he can rap his ass off, and that yeah. shit is crazy. I just be listening to tip like, like I ain't, I ain't gonna cap. Like I, this is gonna sound so crazy, but I don't give a fuck. Y'all know me. Like I'm, I'm my, I'm me, Steve all, all through and through. I've been in this industry for been right here all my life. Been in the industry for about five, six years. Seen T.I. countless times. I have still never met the man or introduced myself or shook his hand or really? nothing because I actually care what he thinks of me. Like, <laughs> I never want to be that corny nigga to be like, yo, you changed my life. You yeah, yeah, Because yeah, I'm yeah. in the business. Right. Like, 
I want him to know like me. Like I want him to know right. like, as, it's as that individual. like T I helped rate like people don't understand. That nigga made me a man. Like, of course my dad and shit, but like right. listen to tip. Like that's why I say it wasn't even punchlines. It was just like how to raise your kids, I'll beat your ass. I'm, <laughs> I'm hustling to take care of my family. Right. Like it was never no he wasn't a lame. He had all the hoes. Like tip means more. That was he means more to me than hoe. But I've ne- I've been around him countless times and never said a word to him. Just because, wow. like, I wanted to be like, I'm. St- I wanted to be like, cool. I hang with this nigga. I really, right. I, I have kept myself from meeting my hero just because. There's like, something to that. I though. want him no, to there, like me. Yeah, no, there's definitely something uh, to that. That's a good energy. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. That I'm, at I've all. seen that man. I've sat right at the gathering spot. I've sat right beside him before, and ain't said a word. You wild, I, bro, I swear, <laughs> ain't, wild. ain't yeah. said a word. He's over there all the time too. Yeah, like I've literally, and I'm saying, I know James, I know Doug, I know Mark, like everybody who's around, I know, cool with. Never asked him to introduce me, nothing. That's just, that's just some wild shit. Wow. Yeah, man. That touches my heart. <laughs> I, I was going to say, she, Christina, yeah, yeah, Christina is having a whole emotional moment yeah. from your testimony, who, your hip hop testimony. Who would you say, out of the new generation of rappers, have that kind of representation that can like raise somebody? Mm, you know, that's a good that's, that's yeah, a real good question. question. Like, what they give you is like those life lessons you can kind of care. Because I agree with you. I feel like T.I. was. The hustler that didn't like glorify the streets. Like I think he glorified like real life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He never made it seem like his life was some facade. Right. You know what I'm saying? Even like when he was revealing that he had a daughter that he didn't tell nobody about. Like right. it was real life. Mm-hmm. Not like the Drake. Where yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, can you imagine we if somebody about this. We covered it. But I'll never get over that. I'll never can you imagine if Little Flip had Adi Don T.I.? Oh, man. That would have, it would have been bad. That would, yeah, that would have went. That that probably, I think that would have went left. It wouldn't have been bars no more. Yeah. No, 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 no. There would have been no beef. Yeah. It was but, but just for, for the record, before you answer that question, Lollipop Chain and, and Leprechaun Boots is like. <laughs> Bruh. That's the classic <laughs> disc bars. And the fact that he got, like, that wasn't no joke. That was, like, <laughs> yeah, the yeah, nigga yeah, had it on. You had it on. Yeah, for like, real. Yeah. like, this is a, some cool shit I made up to make yeah. a joke about you. No, I'm not joining on you. I'm telling no, you. I'm, what, I'm telling either. you about your life, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't play with me. Let me, me. tell you about yourself, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, that was some wild shit. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I. I I want to say black kind of has the potential to do so. Mm. Just how open and honest he is. Um, can we say young? You gotta have like multiple projects to kind of show that's what you want. Like Definitely. we were talking about Ho, how he could like. I think Ti, not to call him the Southern Ho because everybody does. Um, but like he has that kind of um, discography to where like he could sit his children down and tell him what kind of man I was when I made this. Like if you listen yeah, to it, you don't have true. to do no talking. He can just sit down and Jay Z can do it too. But like even Beyonce can do it. Like just listen and just you'll know who your dad was. Snapshots right. along the lines. And so I yeah, think Black, right. the way he's going, like from free black to say I was in this situation, I was down, but I made it through whatever to now Eastland Love talking about his love life. Like he can with those two albums, if he keeps the trend, like he has a he has a daughter, he can definitely tell his daughter like this is who your dad is. But if he keeps it going, he definitely can. Um I mean if Kendrick's considered new. I, I mean, but if we're not going with that class, then it gets a little tough. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. Kend- Kendra's a good pick, too. Yeah. That's a good pick. What about Dolph? Mm. What about him? I don't know. Well, I mean, just as far as do you think that Dolph is an artist who could raise people? I mean, he's been through a lot of shit, and I feel like he's honest. I do too. Now, I don't know I don't if the teaching know. part is there. Yeah, but I don't. I don't. I, it's not in depth enough right, for me to go that far. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Not to raise someone like you. Can, niggas can feel them. Right. Like Dolph right. talking that real shit. I feel it. Right. But it's like, not this, this, if he gonna do it, like, do you got a recession in you? 
Like, because yeah. before that, because Jeezy might have not, but Recess was like, oh, my nigga, you talking oh, that? You talking, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's oh. how you carrying on? All right, okay. cool. Like, that was, I'll tell you everybody, like, from 07, 08, I don't even got to talk. You just listen That's to just what, it. what was going yeah. on. Oh, yeah. let me let me Th- show you right, this right here. Like in Captain America, when bro t- when Captain woke up mm. and he was like Marvin Gaye, Trouble Man album. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I did. Man, Dad, what was Junior Senior High School and Freshman College? Uh, oh, let me just play this for you real quick. Right. Like I saw Obama win election. My president is black. In mm. 08, like it came out from like I can't remember what month it came out, but I want to say it was ahead I, of time. I want to say it was like that summer because I, I was yeah, graduating college. I mean yeah, high school, summer. but I wasn't at college. Yeah, yeah. when the album dropped. Yeah, it was, was a summer. Right. right. So I graduated high school in May, but I started college that year. Right. So like that's what I'm saying. Like he talked about recession stuff which was going on. That's when the house market crashed, I think mm-hmm. in 07, something right like at that. The same time. So like it was all from 07 to 08. And I'm say you can sprinkle in some 09. Jeezy captured it all. Like, especially being in the South, you was like, my nigga. Like, <laughs> that's the one. Yeah, that's the one. So that I'm saying Dolph, he's gonna have to create a recession that type. type. Of project. Yeah, because Jeezy yeah. wouldn't I wouldn't even give him that credit that we give a tip. Or somebody like Dory Hove until recession until came. Recession. Okay, yeah. so I guess I have to ask this question then. Is trap is the genre of trap holding people back from having that thing? You know? Yeah. Holding people back. Nah. nah. Let me, let me well, tell you my problem okay. with rap right now, and I'm just noticing it. I feel like people tell you what happened today. Right? They'll tell you about their day. They'll tell you what kind of jewelry they wore, what kind of shit right they now. Wore. They'll tell mm. you about today, which Status is cool. But yeah, it's like a Facebook update. And not uh-huh. so much about what's going on like that year. Oh, you know what you that know is. What I'm saying? You know what that is, man. These niggas record, they go to the studio. I don't know who glorified it's Wayne. See, I'm, I'm blaming Wayne. Not blame yeah, Wayne. I'm blaming yeah, Wayne. I, I take yes, it to Jay. Is. I think Jay no, did it. Because Be- Jay never recorded so many. Like, Jay he never praised. Was that he didn't reach it down. Yeah, no, he, he didn't, he didn't write. say that he recorded it that Wayne day. was like, I don't want to go out. But I'm Wayne, in the studio. Wayne stopped writing. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's kind of what I'm talking about. Yeah, but. I've dealt with artists. I'm sorry, Christina. No, you but, got um, it. You got it. Like, artists wanting to record all the time, it gets redundant. Yeah. Like, you can only talk about so much shit when you're talking about yesterday. To, like, yeah. if you record it every day, you can't talk about when you broke up with your girl, how it made you feel for a week. Like, yeah, even if okay. you go, even if you're growing over the seven days you record it, it's too close for us to hear how it made you feel. You may be like, fuck that bitch th- th- this day. Then Tuesday, you still don't fuck that bitch. Then, th- like, I'm still fuck that bitch, but she all right. And, like, it's too gradual. But if and, you record and you got a studio, record of every her, move. You wait a week, right. it's right. fuck yeah. that bitch, then it's, okay, maybe I fucked up. No. So yeah. there's a, there's some, some time, time to, to reflect. When you record too much, it's what I got on today, what I got on today, yeah. what I got on, because you don't have that length of time to reminisce and go back over things. And I even hear it in Migos' discography, and that's not even saying it's like a bad thing, but if you were to listen to their entire discography, as I had to do one time for Rolling Stone, you see, <laughs> you hear them make revisions over time. Like something like a bad and bougie, like that didn't, that, he actually made a line very similar to that before he actually recorded bad and bougie, but they're just like fine t- like so you know fine tuning so like ideas. these exact ideas punchlines and like themes to where you get like the hit single but that but you see that every single time they recorded it wasn't a hit it was just that they were just refining these ideas okay so maybe that's what it is maybe it maybe i poorly worded maybe it's not about it being trap but just like the way people record nowadays is so like you said, it's today. It's yeah. very present. It's I, not seven years ago. It's not what happened ten years ago. I'm yeah. not taking a lot of time to go back oh, and yeah. and reflect and really take. It's just today. I feel like I'm the richest motherfucker on the block, and that's what I'm gonna rap about. <laughs> I look better than you. I got more money than you. And I, your girl is right I, here, I, right now. I think trap has something to do with it because you have 
the internet. To me, the internet and trap are two things that are perfect for each other. Because the internet allows us the high speed. Trap allows high speed releases. Mm. You can record much and you can put it all out. Right. So I think trap mm. just, it, it benefits from the internet age. And I think artists mm. need to realize that you need a break. But just I don't think like, trap is beholden to that. Like, dr- mm. like, Drake is putting out an album every year. Nobody told him he needed to do that. I would like him to fall back. Ariana Grande puts out an album like every couple years. Like that, I think the internet is way more to blame than any one particular genre. Mm, but I guess my only thing I, about it is I agree with that. Not to cut you off, but just the um, I guess the amount of production you're able to get now. How producers are able to just make these trap beats instead mm-hmm. of like sitting down and figuring out something mm-hmm. a little bit more complex, a little bit more uh, dense. To me, it's just way quicker. Like when I went to uh, Doppler the other day, they were going through like a hundred young bands records. Uh-huh. It's like a hundred records, and they was like, "Yeah, that's just from today." So you yeah. can go back in, and he has like twenty more beat packs that he's running through. Right. To me, like that's just a lot. That shit yeah, makes my head hurt just hearing you talk. Yeah, that's some wild. Yeah. yeah. I feel like people Jesus. can record as much as they want. It's the pressure to release that stuff that's beholden mm. to the internet. True. Because there is a pressure to maintain a presence. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I think. If you look back at the making of any, you know, great album, whether that's the Black album, I, you know, Jay-Z could have 500 tracks for all we know. It's just like he didn't release any of that stuff. Well, I think Jay, he went in knowing he was going to do 12 records. Right. You know, so, I mean, he could have made 500 records, but I think when you have the foresight of knowing how much you want to do, what producers you want to work with, mm-hmm. to me, it's just the idea of, I know what this album is. Right. Versus, I'm just going to make a bunch of records and then we'll pick. Yeah. I'm just, just saying, I think the album. internet creates a pressure for us to where we feel like, for example, that we even have to tweet every day, True. if not every couple hours. And I think that's translating to the music. I don't think Trap is beholden to that. Okay. The pendulum has to swing the other way, though, at some point. Like, at some point, it has to be a thing where even though we're able to do it, there's some level of release discipline or artist discipline because at a certain point this whole idea of i'm gonna put out every album everything i ever recorded all these joints are going to be 25 records that shit is going to die at some point i don't know how long it's going to take i feel like it's starting to maybe change a little bit because you know even though i think a lot of people that i've talked to like the chris brown album it's still a lot of fucking Wait, songs. What the forty track joint? Yeah, I've talked to a lot of people, people that listen like that. to that. Yeah, I've talked to Hold surprisingly. We got three records on there, yo. Hold <laughs> <Yeah>. on, <laughs> the only three records that no, deserve no, to be on the <laughs> album. <laughs> Those three records <laughs> and no other record. <laughs> Just the three records. Everybody's entitled their opinion. I'm kidding. Right. It's cool. No, 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 no but no, I'm no, saying no. that plug, plug the records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, at some point, I feel like. This whole idea of putting out a million songs and a million albums and a million mixtapes has to be diminishing returns, right? Well, yeah. Mm. I'm not saying um, Yeah, I don't know. Go on. Really? I, 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 we, this can sustain for another five years? People operate off a result-driven, whatever. In, I mean, I guess right. results. Yeah. Are, res, I mean, yeah. yeah. so when they, streaming has... I don't know how to describe it because I'm still very, I'm very traditional. It's rewarded. Like, I, I love the one, two year album cycle. Like you drop a project, you do the press, uh, pre-release, release, post-release, you tour off of it. Then you take months off to record it and you give it a year or two to come back and do the mm-hmm. same. I'm all for that. That's to me, that's how you grow your fan base. If you believe in the record you record, if you spent time on it, why would you want to drop it and drop another one in three months? Like you're showing people, I don't give a fuck. I'm on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. So I believe in the traditional album cycle. But with streaming, I was talking to Pete the other day about it. He was streaming. He's right in the sense that you could just keep dropping. And if you catch one or something goes, 
people are gonna want to find out about the old shit. Like, mm-hmm. so streaming made it like where we at first. If like, okay, if I get on hold, I'm not necessarily going back to buy Reasonable Doubt. Like, I may borrow it or something like that. But like, streaming allows me to go like instantly. listen, re- yeah, instantly. Yeah. Just you know, the problem me- is streaming rewards the effort, not the quality. Correct. It, not, it, it rewards the effort of mm-hmm. since you put this out. I'm going to do you a solid and listen to it. Right. Not that it has to be good or has to meet any standard of measure. It's just you get a you get a cookie for trying. Yeah, you get a big cookie too. You get a lot of cookies for trying. My, my thing is like, but see, even where I meet it in the middle is like when YouTube before the streaming, like I would tell my artist, and every artist is not the same. Like I said, I'm just a traditionalist. So I would just try to explain industry to them and um I would always use ASAP Rocky as an example. Like when he was blowing up, he had two videos on YouTube. So if you were able to spread, if you liked the music and you spread it, you had to keep like, check out this guy, check out this guy. When people were spreading the word, they had to go back to those two videos. Yeah. So the numbers were extravagant because it's only two. Yes, that's all if you would have had 10, <laughs> instead of having 10 million, you would have had 1 million on each. Right. But it looks better when you go to the video. You're like, oh shit, and you got 10 million, 20 million? And that was like, so when I use the stream, when like, with, when I talk to a P and he says that, I, he's 100% right. But it's like, would I rather have four mixtapes that didn't do shit than I get a mixtape that goes with the artist and then they're spreading those numbers over four? Or would I rather have two to where he caught one on the second one and now he's been to blow up. So now this project may go platinum now rather than having four that may just do 200K, which is good, mm-hmm. but it just may do 200K in sales. Like, mm-hmm. I'd rather have that one platinum, you know what I'm saying, than, than four 200Ks. Well, it's, it's that argument of would you rather be 50 Cent or Rick Ross? Right, yeah, yeah. Or like Steve Stout, or, no, Chris Lighty said, I'd rather sell, what do you, he I, I'd rather 10 sell million, uh, 10 million, 10 million, 10 albums, 10 albums, a, million albums a million times and sell one record that, yeah. that goes diamond. Yeah. 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 Well, well he I, said 10 million. Can I say 10 million? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that diamond? I, I, yeah, that's diamond. Yeah, diamond. I'm yeah, tripping. You're right. You're right. Yeah, 10 million. But can I invest in vitamin water? Because I'm right. 50. I'm 50 all day. If that's the all day, I can invest. You can have your 17 gold albums. Just give me the vitamin water. No splits. And then no splits. Just give me the vitamin water and I'll get out your face. I wanted to ask you guys because I had tweeted out something about Division, the Drake OVO. And I was talking about how, you know, it was like a best kept secret. I was more so saying that his talent level, we don't talk about him as like he's a super incredible singer or songwriter or whatever. Yeah. But people were like, oh, people know about Division. He tours and all this other stuff. But that was only one side of it. There was another side. It was like, yeah, man, no one knows about him. Yeah. Like he's uh, he's invisible. All those OVO casts are invisible. And I realized that there wasn't a consensus of was Division like popular or was he someone that was quiet? Mm. So how do you know in the age of the Internet when someone's big, like when they're when they completely blown up? When I think when everything lines up, like I it, from social media to sold out shows to your your records are doing well, like to where nobody can like come on now, like even if somebody wasn't aware, like I don't listen to Ariana Grande whatsoever. Like I think the pop star has changed too, because I remember if you were a pop star, I knew you. Yeah. Like I'm, I hate to veer off, but I kind of do I'm it. Sorry. Listen, this is gonna sound bad, especially in the age that we live in, but I kind of miss being told what to listen to. Like, I don't have time. Like, I don't come, like, we were talking about coming across music. Mm. I'm not searching for what I like in the midst of all this mess. Like, I miss waking up on TV and just being like, these 10, this is this rolling. Like, cool. Like, all this, I don't need, like, I know it sounds like what, socialist kind of, but like, <laughs> but well, like, I mean, I just, yeah, I just don't. So to say that, like, when it's, you can't deny it, like, I can't deny Ariana Grande. I don't yeah. listen to her. She's not, like, when Britney and NSYNC was popping, they were a crop, like, 
I couldn't miss. You couldn't miss. Him. I, I liked him too, but like there was yeah. no. I can escape Ariana. I've never seen a performance from her in I my life. Never people. heard her song before in my life. Where would I listen to Ariana Grande at in my everyday life? Where like if I'm just living my life, not purposely going to MTV Jam or whatever. Where like, she at? Where she at? She's <laughs> no. not coming across my radar. <laughs> I'm with you. Like so, I'm saying that to say. When when this under, like I know she has a million twenty just as much Instagram followers as Kim Kardashian or some shit. I don't, mm-hmm. It's a lot. Like she's selling out shows. Her records are going, but they, she's big. Like the vision. I don't know if his shows are selling out. If you were to tell me, I'd be like, oh yeah, he's big. Yeah. But if he's if he's only doing a certain level, and then the if people are like I don't, I, then that's he's not big. Like it has to be undeniable on majority of fronts. Like mm-hmm. somebody can be big and not have any social. Like J Cole, he got followed, but he don't be on it. But yeah. we all know he's huge. Like sure, sure, even sure. Russ. Yeah. yeah, Russ too. Like I don't know where you hear Russ unless you go to SoundCloud or the internet. Like yeah, you wouldn't come I've, across. I've, never, his I've never heard Russ song in a commercial. I've never heard it on the radio. I've never seen it in a movie. I've never. Yeah. It's never been put in my face. But if you ask me if Russ is big, I have to say yeah, yeah. because because he made fans. the Forbes list. Yeah. I mean, he made like <laughs> yeah. what seventeen exactly million dollars or whatever crazy number it was that Russ made. Like, right. see, Russ to me is a crazy anomaly because, like I said, I haven't ran into a Russ fan before. Me neither. Neither I, I don't nah. know any of them. Ariana Grande fans, yes. Division fans, yes. Most people. Russ fans are like Selena Gomez fans. Like nobody knows where they are, but she's doing these incredible numbers. Oh my god, these Selena haters are gonna come after us. Yeah, these are all hot. That's yeah, that's crazy. And I mean, I've seen Russ. The only time I saw Russ was in JID. Brought him out of the show. But other than that, like you can, Russ can have a show. When did, in the they, city. When did he bring him out? Uh, the Never Tour. Oh, he brought. Okay. Yeah, he brought him out uh, when they was over. Not at Center Stage, but uh, Vinyl. Mm. When they were there, he brought them out. Thought it was super dope. But yeah, like I've never ran into someone that was just like, yo, you heard that new Russ? Right. Like, never. So, but to me, it's wild. You don't have to run into somebody, but knowing how large their fan base is through social media or yeah. their touring and all that. I don't know who likes Logic. Yeah, that's so crazy because I like Logic. I like Logic too. Not finding out what he looked like. What he found out what he looked like did not affect this, but I remember. I was with Jason Hayward, my friend who plays professional baseball. We was in Arizona. He flew us out to Arizona for New Year's. It was two white guys, PW, two SUVs, and it was Logic was on. I didn't know who it was. I was like, this sounds kind of good. And then the dude just like, I don't know. This city was in here when I got the car. And he pressed the button, and it said Logic. And I was like, okay. So I tried to YouTube him, but Logic is too common of a word. Right. Like, oh this is God. like, yeah, this is New Year's going into 2014. Right. Oh, I was always a manager, Mac, or yeah, anything like that. So. I, I was like, okay, this is dope. And I just tried to look for him for like a week or so. I was in Arizona. I was in Arizona for a week. So I was just, couldn't find him. Whatever. Tell me why he makes the freshman cover that year. I think, right. yeah, yeah, he comes. I'm like, this is what the fuck Logic look like? <laughs> but then I, I'm not saying because I found out he looks like that. I know he's mixed, but like he looks, I just never, I guess it was too much time. To, it yeah. just, I was just like, oh, that's him. And then I didn't care no more. Like, you know what I'm saying? The music was cool just to be riding the car. And I'm like, oh, what's this? But you know what I'm saying? I just well, never got Logic, back on the train. Like, I didn't, I'll tell you how crazy it is with Logic. That the Suicide Hotline song was a huge, huge record. Right. record yeah. The first time I heard that song was when Fat Trail redid it. I didn't even know that happened. And I was like, oh, this is crazy. I was like, this is like a pop melody. I was like, yo, Fat Trail. <laughs> you thought it was an original Fat Yeah, I'm thinking, I'm thinking like, yo, Fat Trail. I didn't know he even had this in him, but he's about to kill with this joint. And then I was on the radio and I heard the song come on. I was like, oh, here go the Fat. Wait. Yeah, it's not Fat Trail. It's not Fat yeah. Trail. Well, you like Spice Adams. We do that shit in the car. We do that shit in the car. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh yeah, this the banger this right, the banger right here. here. It's the original song. It's the original song. Looking at the radio, like, 
Oh, this is Logic. And, I was like, oh, okay. And the, and the crazy part is Logic made the Suicide Hotline song, and Fat Trail made a song about murder. About murder. So, yeah. Murdering so, everybody. So, <laughs> so, so and, and I thought it was you. a great way to, like, once I realized it was that song, I was, oh, Fat, Fat Trail's a genius. Like, yeah. he made, he turned this whole song upside down. But it's still catchy as fuck. Yeah, right. I was like, "Oh man, murder never sounded so sweet." Yeah, <laughs> she dropped the ball. <laughs> dropped the ball. I, I ain't gonna lie, I love songs like that, like that con- like contradiction kind of thing. Oh yeah, yeah. like hoes. Yeah. Uh, I know. I like. I was like, that's the oh, most yeah. poetic song about drug addiction I've ever heard in my life. Like he makes being a heroin addict sound so lovely. Like <laughs> I want to shoot a needle into my arm right now. It just sounds amazing. There's a guy <laughs> I, was, I was telling him about uh, a while ago named. Uh, Y.N.W. Melly. Yeah. Oh, you know what I'm talking yeah. about? The song I was telling you, he got a song called Murder on My Mind. And it is the sweetest, mo- it sounds like a fairy tale. But he's talking about, the first verse is him shooting somebody. And the second verse is the guy he shot talking back to him about how I don't want to die. And like, please don't leave me out here in this cold ass parking lot to die alone. But it sounds amazing. It's, it's like some shit. it's like some Scarface mind playing tricks on me shit. Yeah. But it just sounds like the sweetest, most candiest pop record that you ever hear in your life. And it's like, okay, I'm with that. No, I want to listen to that shit. Yeah, man. Oh man. Well, the time has flown by. Um, I guess final question: Did you get to watch the carpool karaoke with Migos? Uh, what did you think of that shit? Yeah, I saw it. It's it's dope to see them showing some personality now because being around them. First of all, takeoff is the funniest one. <laughs> like I know he don't talk and all, don't do press a lot, but like that nigga's fucking funny. So he it was dope, be. and he knew. It's like I don't know how they do trap karaoke. Like you know how in production stuff they have hidden things. Like I ain't gonna tell secrets from other stuff, but right. like you don't know if he talks to them before. Before ahead of time, but like right. takeoff knew every song he played. That was great. So I'm saying I don't yeah. know if takeoff like made sure when the, if he played it before like to learn them, but. He knew every like every song they played that wasn't theirs. He knew them. And I, I watched. I was like, "Damn, take off know all the words." <laughs> like it was a point where he was like, "It was that song. I don't know the name of it, but what, it was the Sweet thing, Caroline." The, the Sweet Caroline. Yeah. And he was like, "Summer." And he added. He was like, "Then comes." And Quavo was like, "Summer." It's like it was spring. <laughs> take off was in the back like spring. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> like, he actually know this song. So that was like, we got. But I thought it was great. I love when they when they show personality because. Often, like they fans, I don't feel like they know them like personally. So why is that? Why don't we I don't get more personality from the Mika? Because they have tons. Um, I mean, I don't know. Um, but I mean, like I said, it goes back to being res- things are result driven. When you don't have to do it and you're True. still successful, you like why? Like why? You've been moving like this for so long. Why change? But like I said, it's I don't know what's gotten into them, but I'm happy to see it because I know they could be those guys, but. Like I said I don't work with them. I don't have no opinion on that. But as a fan stepping back, I do. I did enjoy. Well, the whole that. episode opens with uh, OG Parker, right? Like with the walking, walking, talking. Like talking. Yeah. That opens the whole thing, yeah. and that has to be so surreal. Oh no, nah, definitely. It de- like, see, and then Parker coming so far from when Mac was at QC and him sleeping on the couches, just searching for it, like playing. Richard Kid want to be. He was. He would wake up and be like, oh, what? Bounce around <laughs> the room, and for him to turn that into him and Deco. The turn sleeping in there for like they wouldn't go home and shower just in hopes Johnny Cinco or Jose Guapo would come to the studio and have hits with Migos and countless others. We can go down the list, but like that's just that is surreal oh to God. see that. Yeah. Well, we that's appreciate amazing. you so much for coming 
coming on to this podcast, being a longtime listener and first time caller. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate y'all anytime. I know when you come on stuff like this, you got to take a break. So when my next album comes out, I'll come. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> album cycle time. Yeah, album cycle time. Yeah, yeah, yeah.